And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. You're listening to A Pawn for the Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Health Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us for another episode of A Pawn for the Review brought to you by the good people at Coors Light. And we are excited, we are fired up, we are ready to go for a lot of reasons. Uh, number one, the Raiders are getting ready for Monday Night Football. All eyes of the football world will be on that beautiful jewel of a stadium down there on the Strip in just a few days' time when the Silver and Black take on the Green Bay Packers. So we're excited about that. Energy's good. But in addition to that, any of you guys that have rode with us for a while, that are familiar with the show, know one thing about me. Well, two things, let's say. One, I'm a proud alumni or alumnus of the University of Oregon, and I love my Ducks. And you know what else I love? is special teams. Good God, I love it. I love teams. I'm a diehard advocate of special teams. The overlooked third of the game. But not today, my friends, because in just a few minutes, we are going to welcome in the kicker, the all-pro kicker for your Las Vegas Raiders and friend of the program, Daniel Carlson, to talk. I mean, really, you know, and I don't want to be like hyperbolic here, but... This has got to be one of the cooler moments upcoming uh, this Monday night. One of the cooler moments for him in his football career, because not only will he be doing his thing on primetime and the rest of his teammates on the Las Vegas Raiders, but the kicker on the other side, the kicker on the other sideline, it's his little brother. So we're going Carlson v. Carlson. Uh, it's going to be a great kind of game within the game. Uh, and, I mean, just an incredibly special, very cool moment for, obviously, Daniel, his brother, but, you know, candidly, the entire Carlson family. So... Very excited to chat with Daniel about everything that will go into Monday night. Very excited to look ahead to what's going to have to happen for the Silver and Black to earn their second win of 2023. We will look back ever so briefly, I know, I know, I know, uh, on the Raiders game against the Los Angeles Chargers down there at SoFi Stadium. But before we do that, we got some bills to pay. So we begin, as we always do, with our transactions brought to you by Shift4 Payments. So the last time, or I should say since the last time that you and I hung out, the Raiders have made the following roster moves. <clears throat> On September 30th, which was a few days ago now, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders signed linebacker Kanai, Mu, excuse me, Kanai Mauga to the active roster, uh, placed linebacker Curtis Bolton on the reserve injured list, and activated cornerback Tyler Hall and linebacker Malik Reed from the practice squad. They also released defensive end Chandler Jones. Uh, just a few days later then, on October 2nd, uh, Dave Ziegler and company signed tight end Noah Guy, I apologize to Noah if I if I mispronounce his last name, to the practice squad. And then cornerback Tyler Hall and Malik Reed, the aforementioned, reverted back to the practice squad. So not too many transactions this week, but as is tradition, the Raiders roster continually evolving, changing, doing its thing. So as I said, I teased it at the top before we welcome in the cash money man himself to really bring us up, to bring us excited, to make things, uh, you know, Fire us up even more for Monday night. We got to look back ever, ever so briefly 
uh, on the Raiders uh, loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. They ultimately fall to the Bolts 24-17 down there at SoFi Stadium. Uh, for a real, full, thorough analysis, a, a complete breakdown of everything that we saw in Los Angeles, shameless plug alert, head on over to the fifth quarter where me and our guy Jason Fitz break it all down. But I will just say this. Yeah, we sit here on, as we record this on a Wednesday afternoon, and the Raiders are 1-3, and three, looking to get back on the winning side of things. And it's easy to look at a game like Sunday and be discouraged, to be disheartened, right? And I, I totally get that. I am not here to pretend that it's all sunshine and rainbows for your Las Vegas Raiders right now. You lose three games in a row, and there's certainly reason to be, um, I don't want to say concerned, but to be a little... Oh boy, the fellas need one. I think that's entirely fair. But I want to do this. I want to look back at Sunday's game and almost look at it in in two acts of a play, right? Act one, one great, was not good. We finished that first 30 minutes. Aiden O'Connell makes his first NFL start, and the Raiders head into halftime down 24-7. to uh, Failed to get any type of cohesion rocking on the offensive side of the football. Had a hard time stopping Justin Herbert and the, and the uh, a very potent Los Angeles Chargers offense on the other side of things, and just felt out of sync. Just felt a little off, no rhythm, no, no any of that. And that was the first 30, okay? Going into halftime, you're down, you're down big. You're down 17. And, and for me, I want to look at that second 30 minutes, that second, those final two quarters, Sunday afternoon. And I want to look at him in, in this kind of scope, if you will. You got a rookie quarterback making his first NFL start. He's down big at the half. Things are not really looking and feeling the way they're supposed to. You're on the road. Tough division game. I feel like it would have been really easy for Aiden O'Connell and the rest of those guys to hang their head, to say, you know what? Today is not our day. We'll try to go get him next week. That's not what they did. They fought. They battled. Aiden O'Connell went out there, and I I feel like really improved from the second half compared to the first. That defense, the Raiders' defense that we have talked so much about since the the offseason, pitched a shutout against a really, really good Chargers offense. Now, the, the comeback ultimately, as I said, did fall just a little bit short. But all the same, we saw fight from the Raiders, right? We saw a commitment to winning. We saw, hey, we are not going to hang our heads. We are going to make today work for us. And it was just, uh, just not enough. But it wasn't a lack of effort. It wasn't a lack of want. It wasn't candidly a lack of talent. And, and so I think that for me, yes, down, uh, you know, we sit here, we're down one and three. Things have not really progressed and transpired the way that we would have hoped. A lot of football left, though, man. A lot of football left. And so now that all has to begin this upcoming Monday, and uh, really kind of the Raiders need to get back on track. They need to play the best version uh, of football that we have seen thus far. And it'll be exciting to see, obviously, all eyes of the NFL world will be on Allegiant Stadium, and I cannot wait. Uh, another kind of story within the story that I cannot wait to see is this Carlson throwdown, right? The Carlson v. Carlson, very exciting moment uh, that we will get Monday night at Allegiant Stadium, uh, and it's going to be a blast. And we were, like I said, very fortunate that our guy, Daniel Carlson, from the program, swung by to break it all down with us, and, uh, and we thank him immensely for his time. So, without further ado, enjoy our conversation with the cash money man himself, Daniel Carlson. 
And today is a fantastic day because we're going to talk a little special teams with friend of the program, Daniel Carlson. Daniel, we were talking on our way up. We don't do this nearly enough. I haven't. We. I don't think we've fully linked since like training camp. It is fantastic to see you here in the studio. You look great. We have a little fleshy mustache going right yeah. now. It's good. How are you? Doing great. Always good to be with you, Eddie, and uh, get back in here. Um, yeah, we we just don't get a get to hang at, out enough. We certainly season. don't. We both are busy, um, but good to good to be able to catch up. And we thing. have to, we have to take advantage of these moments when Absolutely. we're able to do them. So there's been a, a, a scuttlebutt in the facility <laughs> in our studio the past couple of days. Heated debate about what the Carlson parents are going to wear to the game mm. this Monday night. Can I give you my guess and then you tell me if I'm right or wrong? Yes, I would So love that. for those who don't know, your younger brother Anders, the kicker of the or for the Green Bay Packers, so he'll be here in mm-hmm. the house. But I was thinking I don't think that your parents I don't think they can play favorites right like obviously they're coming you're coming to your house but the other brother the other son is there you want to be yeah. even yeah my official prediction for the wardrobe for the Carlson parents is Auburn polo shirts false 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 well so my wife and Anders's wife we kind of all put together a little gift so they don't know it yet so okay. it depends when this is airing okay I'm sure they'll check it out but they have a little gift coming their way that's going to be very neutral, uh, maybe a blend of Raiders and Green Bay, if you catch my gr- I grit. sure do. Um, so that's that's in the work. My wife picked it up today, so we'll see. I mean, as long as they accept it and wear it. Uh, but, yeah, we got, we got lots of people coming over from all over that are going to be cheering for both sides. So it'll be interesting to see what everybody's wearing. What is the, uh, what's the total number of friends and family in the house for this? Uh, I think it's about 30 right now, uh, that tickets, tickets that we're getting. So there's going to be more, of course, you know, are buying their own tickets and just like, uh, you know, going to be probably dropping in from whether it be Vegas people or people that, you know, just I've known in the past and stuff. So, uh, it'll be it'll be a fun crew. Very very cool. So let's let's put your GM hat on for a second before mm-hmm. we start talking Monday Night Football and the greatness that is our special teams triumvirate here in Las Vegas. But scouting report on the younger Carlson. Mm-hmm. When you look at his game, Daniel, what do we like? What do you feel good about? What does he bring to the to the gridiron? He looks he looks good. He looks a lot like a guy. I'm a big fan of number two for the Las Vegas Raiders. Ah. Uh, now he he looks like he's done a really good job. Um, you know, he's 100% on the season so far. Um, he, he's tall. He's, I mean, he looks identical to me. You, you do realize that you just described yourself, right? Yeah, 100% it, on if, the year, tall. If, <laughs> if, if me and him swapped uniforms Monday night, I don't think many people would notice. You know, like we, people would be like, eh, maybe he looked a little different, but I don't think people would really catch on. Um, but he's been doing a really good job so far, and obviously he's in a familiar system where I was early in my career. So it's kind of cool that I get to have those conversations with him and what he's going through with Rich Passaccia up there and stuff. Um, so uh, cheering him on, but hopefully he stays off the field Monday night. And uh, if he is on the field, I, I don't want him to miss kicks, but we could block it. Of course, too. of course. Was it nice for you? I imagine it's probably it was probably a unique space for you to be this past offseason. He's going through the combine process, mm-hmm. right? He's going through the pre-draft, yeah. the whole deal, the interviews, the calls, the meetings, yeah. the, all the the whole rigmarole. Like, I'm sure it was it was kind of cool for you to, you know, at least in some sense, kind of relive parts of that, right? Yeah. 
but also to be, you know, someone who's intimately familiar with that situation and knows exactly kind of what he's going to go through and, and kind of the steps to coach him up. So I must have been a, a cool kind of area yeah. for you to exist in. Yeah, I mean, there were so many times he was asking me questions like, what did you do in this situation? I was like, I mean, that was five, six years yeah, ago. A lifetime ago. It feels yeah. like a lifetime ago, you know, and we always joke dog, uh, NFL years are dog years because mm-hmm. it's like just so much goes on. You learn so much quickly, especially those first few years. Um, and so it's fun kind of reliving that and being like, all right, what was it like as a rookie? What was it like for that draft period and stuff? Um, and to hopefully give him some advice. But, you know, I think he ended up in a good spot and a good opportunity for him. You know, we look at, at shifting back to Vegas now. We, we look at we're about a quarter of the way through the season, more or less. You and AJ have been working with Jacob now since gosh, I guess mid-April, yeah. late-April, whatever it was. Um, how would you kind of kind of assess the growth the three of you have had since since the spring? Yeah, I mean, so much is just you, you need the reps, you need the yeah. time to build that trust and, you know, just to be able to know what each, each other are thinking in different situations. Um, obviously, preseason is a big part of that. Um, having OTAs, camp, all that's good. But until the, like, bullets are actually flying, everything's rolling, um, and then you have, you know, the preseason games, and now that we've had four games, you know, we feel like, all right, now we've – gotten through so many of the situations that we talked about in the meeting room, but now we've seen it on the field. Now we feel a lot better and more comfortable, which is nice. What's the most important part of the relationship for that trio of, of snapper, holder, and, and place kicker, do you think? I think just the common trust of, like, I know exactly what he's going to be doing in this situation um, because, you know, there's there's not a lot of, like, there's no play calls. There's not a lot that needs to be said, but there is a certain, like, understanding of, like, say the ball's at a half yard line. Are you pushing the ball up or pulling it back mm-hmm. in order? So like there's little things like that where it may just be a few ma- a few seconds here and there, but just to make the process feel a little more smooth, that does help um, on my end and stuff. And same with AJ and so and same with Jacob. I mean, I, I think just all being connected in that same, uh, you know, mindset i guess would be would be a huge thing and it must be so valuable even more than ever to have aj there right a guy yeah. that you've been through literally everything in the league with yeah. that has seen the goods the bads the in-betweens and, and knows kind of the uniqueness of, of what makes you you and so having him there mm-hmm. as you kind of integrate this new guy into the mix yeah. is probably even really important yeah i mean it, and it, it's awesome just working with the guys that are such pro- professionals i mean mm-hmm. you know aj off the field i sure do you know he's a he's a comical guy very funny and so it's great because you know obviously Obviously, on the field, we want to be professionals, but off the field, we have to also connect. And, um, you know, we have we just have a really fun group this year. And so continuing to get to know each other uh, and work and get better and better. And there, it's like all things in life, right? Having that balance, right? Mm-hmm. Being, you know, coming into work, clocking in, do your thing yep. at a, obviously a very high level for the three of you. But yep. then being able to kind of, like you said, turn it off turn a little it bit, off. Exactly. enjoy each other's company, you know, yep. have fun. And uh, how is how is Jacob, do we think, integrated into the Carlson Cole comedy duo? It's been good. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he, when he walked in, he was a little surprised on like, you know, we've been with each other for a while yeah. now. We're like, an, we bicker like an old married couple sometimes, I feel like, and stuff. And um, both our wives give us a hard time for just how close we are, um, just because we spend so much time over these last five five years, I guess, since AJ's been here. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's a learning curve for him. Uh, to come in and get used to, you know, being in the mix of all, all that, I'm sure. Yeah, but I imagine for you guys, like, it's got to be fun where he, when, at the point where he gets it, right? Where yeah. you're like, ah, 
he's yeah. in on it now. Think, we got gotcha. you. Definitely yeah. start to understand the sense of humor and also, you know, and also the work. On of course, the field. yeah. Like like you said, there is that balance of it's a long season. We spend a lot of time with each other off the field in meetings, at lunchroom, at breakfast, whatever it is. Um, and so, you know, you need both sides of that where, hey, we got to we got to really know how to work together, where to, you know, push each other, make each other better. But also, hey, how do we turn it off and uh, enjoy each other's company and, and make this season uh, a, little, a little mentally <laughs> easier at times? You know, we, we look ahead to Monday night now, primetime game, second primetime game at home at Allegiant, which is pretty cool. Yeah. From, from a player's perspective, do you guys... I know that the preparation isn't different at all. Obviously, the schedule is a little yeah. funky with with a Monday game. But do you guys get up more for a primetime game, or or is it? Do we really try to stay even keel? Yeah, I mean, I, I think every player is maybe a little different. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody needs to get up more though. I you know everybody wants to play football. Every every game's exciting, whether it's Sunday one o'clock or Monday night. I mean, I but there is a little. You do feel the like air is a little different on Monday night on Thursday, You know, on a primetime game. Um, and so I, I do think like guys really look forward to those because it's just a special opportunity when you get to play under the lights like that. You know, we, you're talking about Anders and, and he's tall, hasn't missed a kick. And I said, joke, oh, it's like you're describing <laughs> yourself. Like, and I know that we're, we're certainly kind of in the early stages of, of 2023. Yeah. But in terms of being perfect on the year, is that something that you and AJ and Jacob, is it like when you're thrown a no hitter, you don't talk about it or... Uh, not, not really. I, I mean, some guys are a little more stitious than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not very stitious at all, but, um, medium stitious. No, I, I really, especially for my position, I think I'm like very low on the stitious radar. Really? Yeah. Uh, AJ's a little stitious. Uh, we have some other people that are pretty superstitious, for sure. You think kicker? You think league. kickers across the league? And obviously, I don't want to throw any, throw anyone. Yeah, I won't throw any names. But you but think yes. there's guys that really oh, do have a wow? Especially, and I understand why, because you get so locked in on your routine, and it starts to turn into kind of like a baseball player, where it's like, oh, this worked this week. Like maybe it's because I cut my banana into ten pieces yeah. this week, and then the next week you're like. I should probably do it. Like if it's working, I should probably do it, you know? And so uh, it's easy to start playing those mind games. And then like, it's almost like a routine at that point. You just find comfort in those little things. Um, But I I don't really mind talking about it. I mean, like last year when we had the street going on, you know, that's why I I was like, I I don't want to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I mean, I I do feel like a lot of times the reporters and stuff would be more nervous to ask me than I would. But I mean, it's not going to, in my mind, it's, logically it's not going to sure. make or miss a kick it's a matter of hey how's my preparation what am i doing in that exact moment and stuff you know we, we look ahead now to monday night and that place is going to be jumping and it'll be a lot of it you know great energy yeah. uh in the place but you know i know when that when the uh the whistle blows at you and daniel and the rest of the excuse me not you and daniel you and aj <laughs> you're obviously daniel the, the rest of the crew is going to be so locked in but but for you like on a personal level like are you going to be able to take a moment pregame to enjoy with your brother? I, I know yeah. that it's such a, it's so unique. It's such a unique, you know, kind of yeah. place that you got to find yourselves. In. I think it's really cool because as kickers, we kind of warm up with each other. You know, a lot of times we get out early before the teams and we kind of get get our space to work on the field goal posts, both sides and stuff. And so a lot of times you're kicking right next to the other kicker, kind of alternating hashes kind of working together. So I think that'll be a really unique experience to be able to do that with him um, before the game where, you know, there's obviously going to be a balance of like, hey, this is really special. This is really cool to do. 
but also like, hey, I got to focus. I got to lock in for the game. So, you know, I think we'll both handle that well because at the end of the day, goal number one is win a football game, help the team win. But I do really want to be, you know, conscious of taking a few moments here and there and just be like, this is really cool. You know, and whether it's say hey to the family uh, with him and stuff, little little moments here and there where we have some good breaks in between when offensive lines warming up on the field. You know, there's only so much space during pregame. So we can be smart about, hey, take a moment, enjoy this, because uh, it is really special that, you know, we've put a lot of hard work together, um, separate, and, you know, really been cheering each other on throughout our careers and, you know, to get to play against each other is pretty sweet. Fair to say that we hope younger Carlson hits a 50-yard field goal and older Carlson hits a 52-yard field goal? Or a lot of extra points. Oh, there we go. That's that's what I said. I was like, hey, I hope he has a great game and kicks lots of field goals. Um, and then we just kick a lot more extra points. You know, that's, that'd be fine with me. A yeah. Easier I, day in the office. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Well, hey, man, it was so good to see you. Like I said, we don't do this nearly enough. I want my master plan mm-hmm. at some point down the road, maybe when you and AJ are, are done and 30 mm-hmm. years from now, we're going to do the Carlson, Eddie, and AJ show. I love We're it. gonna do it. I love it. I'm, I'm pitching it's it always right fun now. With you. It I hope, and that's my goal. I just yes. want to make it fun. I feel like you guys are always like so good because you're in on the bit. Like you kind of yes. understand like what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Uh, and it's so good to see you. Continued awesome. success this year. No misses. I, I'm not gonna jinx anything, but I hope you guys keep doing what you're doing. Whatever you're doing, sure. however many pieces the bananas in, it's working. Exactly. Yes. Keep it up. Well, best of luck awesome. on Monday, and we'll see you sooner. All right, brother. Appreciate it. And a big thank you to Raiders PR and our man Daniel Carlson for squeezing out a little time for us, man. It's, uh, like I said, a busy week for the entire Carlson family, and we are are very appreciative uh, of Daniel kind of giving us some time and and hanging out with us for a little bit. But we now look ahead officially to Monday Night Football. I wish we had the rights to the the music, but alas, we carry on. Uh, Big one. Big one at Allegiant Stadium. Very excited to have the fan base back out there to feel the energy, to feel the passion, to feel the everything of Raider Nation. It is going to be a blast. But before Monday Night Football comes Saturday and our Raiders College Football Game of the Week. And I was looking at the slate this week, and we got a good one here. We got Ohio State, Maryland, also known as the Thayer Mumford Jacorian Bennett Bowl. Uh, and that's 9 o'clock kickoff, and that'll be a good one. I have to imagine, I have to imagine, as a cornerback, Jacorian is talking his talk, letting Thayer know, uh, hey, you, you're not going to get the best of, uh, of me and my boys this upcoming Saturday. But, yeah, a good slate of college ball, man, and, and that'll be a, a, a fun one to watch, Ohio State, Maryland. So, like I said, we look ahead now to Monday night, and the Raiders will win if, gosh, and we talked about it last week, real easy. Real easy to say, hey, the Raiders will win if they get the run game going. And I, I sound like a broken record every single week. Get the run game going. Get the run game going. Get the run game going. Uh, and it did get going a little bit more uh, Sunday in Los Angeles. We look at, excuse me, look at Josh Jacobs' day. He goes 17 carries for 58 yards, just about three and a half yards a pop. Involved in the passing game as well, so we were beginning to see that more dynamic, explosive version of Josh Jacobs that we're so accustomed to seeing. Uh, but I, I don't want to go there. Because I feel like you guys are tired of excuse me are tired of hearing me talk about the run game just as much as I'm tired of talking about the run game. So I look at this week, and you look at on paper, statistically speaking, Raiders Packers two teams that when we talk about offensive defensive rankings, very close to one another, right? 
Two teams that that I, I think at times have struggled to get it going offensively. Two teams that have found uh, a little bit of a rhythm on defense. Two teams that it feels like haven't hit their ceiling of what they're going to be in 2023. And so I look at as I go through the numbers and I you know I spend my Tuesday afternoon kind of diving in and and looking at our weekly release. The one thing that I kept coming back to is you know, you look at teams that are evenly matched. You look at Two teams, as I said, that it feels like still have yet to even come close to playing their best brand of football. What are these games going to come down to? And they come down to big moments, right? They come down to a play here, a play there. We have seen that through the first quarter of 2023 for the Silver and Black. It really is a play here, it's a play there. It's a, it's a, a call here, a missed call there, whatever you want to call it. But I think the Raiders will win on Sunday if, and again, not to minimize it and make it so easy in black and white, the Raiders will win on Monday if they win the turnover battle. Could we do that? Could the Raiders win the turnover battle? Trayvon Merrick takes the, uh, secures the first takeaway of 2023 for the silver and black, uh, intercepting Justin Herbert the other day in L.A. But you look at, at the at turnover ratio, and the Packers right now are plus one, kind of middle of the road, 14, right? The Raiders, on the other hand, are ranked 32nd. They are a negative nine on the old turnover ratio. Not great. Not great at all. And it's wild to think that the really outside of the Buffalo game, the Raiders have been three in, excuse me, been in three of the four games that they've played with that, you know, with that negative nine turnover ratio. So to me, in a game at home where the two teams on paper do a lot of the same things, evenly matched statistically, what does it come down to? It comes down to those moments. Can the Raiders win the turnover battle? Can Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever's under quarterback, because as of, as of this recording, we still don't have a, uh, a finalized status for Jimmy G. Now, I have to dif- give the disclaimer, by the time this comes out, we might, but I'm just saying, as we record this on a Wednesday afternoon, we do not have any clarity there. But whether it's Jimmy, whether it's Toyer, whether it's AOC, whoever did, can the Raiders quarterback protect the football? And can the Raiders defense create some opportunistic moments? Can they do it? Can they get this crowd at Allegiant Stadium fired up, ready to go, and say, hey, we're going to ride this wave of momentum for a full 60 minutes? I sure hope so. I'm optimistic, but it's going to come down to, as so many of these games do, those few moments. Those few moments. We, we have seen a few, uh, a few of these instances early in the season. Ball falls, you know, slips through the DB's hands, right? You have your moment. It's right there. You can't finish it. It's so close, but you can't get there. Will the Raiders be able to take that next step? Will they be able to elevate from almost there to fully there Monday night at Allegiant? If they're able to do it, man, I like the chances. I really do. But protect the football, force some turnovers, win the turnover battle, and ride that wave of momentum at Allegiant. And, uh, and as I said, not a man of predictions, but I would like, if that happens, I would like the Raiders' chances. And uh, on that note, going to get out of here. But before we do, time to crack an ice-cold bruchacho. And, man, we're going to stay on brand this week, fellas. We're going to do it. Cracking an ice-cold brewski for the Carlson parents. Because, man, I, I was thinking, and as a new parent myself, only of, of one at this time, but I can't imagine what they're going to be going through uh, on Monday night, having a chance to see two of their kids out there on primetime, doing their thing, going mano a mano. Like, that's going to be such a cool, 
unique moment for, as I said, the entire Carlson family, right? But really for their parents. Really, really cool. Very excited for them. And so Mama and Papa Carlson, this one is for you. Uh, a few things to keep in mind as we do get ready to, for Monday Night Football. Uh, obviously, our schedule is a little bit funkier this week since the team plays on Monday. Typically, we record on Wednesday after practice. Well, we are recording Wednesday. There's just no practice today. So the Raiders will really start their preparations tomorrow. They will go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, the walkthrough day on Sunday, and then go play the game for real on Monday. But speaking of Monday, an exciting day. We're really excited to be back at Allegiant. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff going on. Uh, we are going to have the Madden Cruiser, the EA Madden Cruiser, in the house. Uh, and me and our guy Bryce Butler are going to be doing a little pregame show from the uh, from the Cruiser, obviously pregame. Uh, but it'll be great to hang out with Duffel. Duffel will be with us the entire day. So we're going to go pregame uh, at the Madden Cruiser post-game, fifth quarter with DJ Duffel as well. And man, I encourage all you guys, there's going to be so many uh, fun things to do at Allegiant Stadium Monday afternoon into Monday evening, getting ready for Monday Night Football. Get to the stadium early, be in your seat. I tell anyone who listens that our game day entertainment folks put on the best show in all of Las Vegas. Obviously, we're hoping that the boys on the field kind of do uh, do their thing to provide a few incredible moments as well. But yeah, like I said, our staff does an awesome job with the anthem, the halftime, all the entertainment that goes into a full game day. Uh, and I just encourage all of you guys that are going to the game, get there early, be in your seats, make some noise. It is going to be so much fun, and I cannot wait. So as I said, friendly reminder, Eddie and Duffel on the fifth quarter, Eddie and Duffel on the pregame uh, pregame show on the Madden Cruiser as well. We got a lot of things going on. It is going to be so much fun. Enjoy the weekend. And the one interesting note about Monday Night Football, there aren't a lot of Sundays where we get to watch ball. There really aren't. During the season, because we're either playing in the, the early window the afternoon window, or if you play on prime time, you play Sunday Night Football like a couple weeks ago, you get to watch most of the morning games. We got a full day of football on Sunday. So Raider Nation, enjoy it. Get your football fix, and then go to work on Monday and hang out with us, uh, hanging out with us, excuse me, hang out with us in the evening. So we're out of here. Much to do. A lot to accomplish before prime time. Nothing better than playing uh, under the bright lights, and especially when the entire NFL world is watching you. So, Freddie Pascal, our guest this week, the cash money man himself, Daniel Carlson, everyone else at Silver and Black Productions who helps keep our show rocking and rolling and doing its thing. We thank you, thank you, thank you. We will see you guys. So, hang on. Let me just talk through this real quick. So, as we play on Monday Night Football, that means we're on the short week, the next week, getting ready for the New England Patriots. And I would assume we're probably going to do the Thursday record. I would assume. I would think. I'll let you guys know. But regardless, we will be back. Same time, same place-ish, question mark, for our next episode of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.